Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Review Cues podcast. I'm Gabe. I'm Tucker. And I'm Carrie. Wow. Thanks, Gabe. Sorry. Cut um, me off there. I got really excited about this. I know. This. I'm, I'm still here, though. So We're still talking about upcoming movies, which is why I'm so excited, because I love movies. And TV shows. And mostly TV shows, if you're Tucker. Yep. And we are just going to talk about some of the movies coming out in the next six to eight months, somewhere in that range. Yeah. That we think if you miss, you're gonna be a fool. So wow. we're just ready to discuss these. Calling with you. people names right from the start. I, I'm a really bad person, but I'm very <laughs> excited for these movies. So, um, okay, I guess I will start um, with my first one that I'm very excited for, coming out in May. And I should have arranged this list based on dates, but I didn't because I made it like two hours ago and I was tired. Um, Doctor Strange two in the Multiverse of Madness. Everything in Marvel has been kind of setting this up recently. WandaVision, Loki. I've got a feeling No Way Home, which isn't on my list, but if you listen to any of these podcast episodes, you know that I'm very much excited for this movie. Um, Yeah, I love the first Doctor Strange, so I have no reason to think this won't be as good. And it's directed by maybe the greatest superhero movie director of all time, Sam Raimi. I don't disagree with you there. I... Sorry, Christopher Nolan. We only speak truth on this oh, podcast. Oh, wait. Never mind. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you forgot about Christopher yeah. Nolan. <laughs> I, but that's just so good, I don't even call it a superhero movie. Yeah. Well, sure. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that's my first one, and I'm extremely excited. Okay. Um, before I dive into my just absurd amount of TV shows that there's no way a human will be able to watch all of them in one year, I'm going to start with one movie that I'd say the hype is, is getting – more and more extreme as we get closer to it. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections, which comes out just before Christmas. Um, we are getting the return of Keanu Reeves as Neo and uh, Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity. And then a lot of new people, yep. which initially I was a little worried about, but now I'm intrigued by it. Um, they, they, the, the last trailer, though, that they just released... If you care about the plot of this movie, don't watch this trailer. I agree with you on that one. They they spoiled everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I haven't seen the new trailer then. When did it come out? Like three days ago. Three ah. days ago, yeah. yeah. Pretty recently. Yeah, good then. Um, yeah the, it, it's bad. But this movie, I think, action-wise, is going to be, like, not revolutionary in the same sense that the – old ones were because that was like a whole new thing with cgi and stuff and people were like you can do this now i think it's it's just gonna be like a cool Mm -hmm. freaking blow stuff up movie yeah so i'm excited all right so for my next one we're we're, we are staying on the keanu train people i've got john wick chapter four hage kure which i probably did not say right um I think this might be the end for John Wick. I have a feeling. Don't say that. I thought that they were doing five. I I don't know. This dude just will not die. Um, but I'm not complaining. This one's going to have Donnie Yen in it, who is just martial arts legend. I'm very excited. Hopefully Keanu and him fight. I don't know. but Or they team up. Or they team up. One, I'll be happy either way. As long as they fight in the same scene. Yes, that's exactly. What that's all I want. Um. No spoilers for John Wick Chapter 3, but it's been two years, so watch it. But there's a lot of loose ends set up by the third one. 
And I think that uh, an angry John Wick is the best John Wick. Isn't he always angry? I mean, I've no, never seen the movies. Uh, third one, he's more just trying to stay alive, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Which added sort of a different wrinkle to it. Second one, first one, he's angry. And now he's back to being angry. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited for this movie. Um, yeah, I love the John Wick movies. What can I say? I, yeah, I, oh, don't, I'm like, John Wick's the fucking best. Sorry, I swore. Oops. Oh my God. Um, Put a dollar in the jar. Dollar in the swear jar. Okay, now to my plethora of TV shows. I'm going to try and keep it in somewhat chronological order. I'm probably going to fail. Um, but this one is actually the first t- big TV show coming out, and it's Disney Plus, The Book of Boba Fett. This Never heard of that. It's Star Wars. Oh, so that's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get to see the first, like, all Boba Fett thing yep. ever, uh, besides, like, books and maybe video games or that. No, that's, um, that's Django Fett. That's Django. Okay. Not really Boba. Okay. So, Tamira Morrison is getting to show off his acting skills, which is... I think kind of an intriguing prospect. He just has to be Boba Fett. He doesn't have to be anything more than that. That'll make the people happy. Uh, we're getting a lot of directors from The Mandalorian that are directing episodes of this. Uh, I know John Favreau is coming back, and Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, I heard that this show has been described as The Sopranos in Space. Yep, I've heard the exact same thing. This is exciting. Yeah. I, s- The Sopranos is one of my favorite TV shows ever made. So, Sopranos in Space, plus Star Wars, plus Star Wars Underworld, one of the most exciting things that doesn't get shown a lot in the movies is getting shown a lot in a TV show. Yeah, my only issue with this show is, in the Star Wars movie sense, the bar for Boba Fett is very low. I mean, dude's not had many lines in all the movies, he screamed as he fell into the Sarlacc pit, and that's about it. But in the minds of fans, Boba Fett is massive. And so I think there's going to be some very high expectations. I'm not saying it won't deliver, but I think fans might have this preconceived notion of what Boba Fett is that they might need to check at the door before they watch this movie. That's my only thought. Um, But for my next one, I think this is... Wrapping up a big franchise, but Jurassic World Dominion. You can say what you want about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It wasn't that good, but I like dinosaurs. So, I like these movies. And it's nice to see Chris Chris Pratt drive around on a motorcycle trying to control the dinosaurs and fail miserably. Um, a lot of the actors from the Park movies are coming back. Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum. So, I'm very excited for that. Um, but also I just think, like, it's time to let this franchise rest. Like, I didn't necessarily love the sequels to Jurassic Park, and while I thought Jurassic World was cool, it also didn't need a sequel in the form of Fallen Kingdom, and so, like, we're beating a dinosaur with a, well, beating a horse with a stick, but it's a dead dinosaur. You know what I'm saying. We stop trying to get money out of the dinosaurs. They're extinct. Let them be. Just wrap this up well. That's all I ask. It's not going to happen. Oh, it's definitely it's, not. It's, it's a good thought. It's not going to happen. Welcome to capitalism. Okay. 
Um, next on the TV show train, we have I, there's probably going to be some spoilers here. So if you haven't seen the first three o- seasons of Ozark, skip over this part of the podcast because season four, part one, is coming out um, in late January. Yep. We get to see the conclusion of sort of, for me, the spiritual successor to Breaking Bad. I, you know, it's it's not as good. I I will say that, but this is like, but it's pretty damn close. It's pretty Ozark damn is close. A great show. It's it Jason Bateman at the height of his acting powers. I can't wait to see where this cliffhanger we got in season three yep. ends up because they uh, ended the season being hugged by a drug lord covered in blood. I, That's I, a good cliffhanger. Yeah. I, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, and I, the first trailer, we got like this snowball thing that like mm-hmm. went through the entire show and like everything big that's happened. And I'm like, I'm ready for this to end yeah. in dramatic fashion. Um, and they're even sort of copying Breaking Bad again by splitting the season into two parts. Yeah, and I think a lot of the fans know of the show know that there's really only one way the show can end without spoiling, and we're all fighting against that, you know, yeah. clawing at the ground. But I think we all know what it has to happen. I just want to see if they have the balls to do it. I'm going to be honest. But I No, I agree with you. Ozark is an amazing show. It's not as good as Breaking Bad, but for Jason Bateman, someone who's such a solid comedic talent, to play this role that he does with, I mean, very similar to Brian Cranston. Um, and just demonstrate his range. You love to see it. You love to see actors showing that they're extremely talented. Um, speaking of extremely talented actors, let's talk about some who necessarily aren't. Um, Death on the Nile. Uh, sequel to Murder on the Orient Express Ow. from 2017, directed by Kenneth Branagh. This is a cheesy murder mystery with a bunch of actors that you think would be able to put together a competent performance. You've got Gal Gadot. Um, Army Hammer, cannibalist. Mm. I think is going to be in this. Um, obviously they didn't get they didn't take him out. I, he well, if you've read the book, his part is very important. So I don't know. Mm. He's a cannibalist, so maybe they're sticking with the murder thing for him. Maybe it works. <laughs> um, but obviously Kenneth Branagh playing Hercules Poirot. It's um, I'll be very surprised if this movie doesn't go straight to Disney Plus. I think they're trying to avoid the Army Hammer controversy um, because he was eating people, and that's not good. Don't do that. Um, but, I mean, these murder mysteries are fun. It's like, it's not as good as Knives Out, but it, it's nice to like watch a game of Clue be played in front of you. Um, I enjoy watching those. And so while I know this movie isn't going to be very cinematically good, it should be fun to at least watch Twitter freak out about a cannibal being a murderer in a movie. All right. I'll do. Um, so next for me, another TV show. Uh, we have the final season of Better Call Saul, the actual successor to Breaking Bad, not the spiritual successor, also being split into two parts. This is – we don't have a date on it yet, but they are saying early 2022 just because Bob Odenkirk had some health problems yep. shooting over the summer. He's doing fine now, thank God, because Saul Goodman is the man. 
Bob Odenkirk is a national treasure. Yeah. I, mean, I say also the fact that the actor is, is a national treasure. Um, so we're this. It's been two years since the last season, which also sort of ended on a cliffhanger, similar to Ozark. We have spoiler warning: Lalo Salamanca is about to go on a warpath. Um, we have some fates of people that w- don't get resolved in Breaking Bad that we don't really know about, including Tony Dalton's Lalo Salamanca, Michael Mando's Nacho Varga. Um, I forget what Saul's girlfriend's name is. Um, she, we don't know what happens to her. And then Howard, I- the other lawyer guy, we don't know what happens to him. So we're going to see kind of the final morphing of Jimmy McGill into Saul Goodman that we get in Breaking Bad and I'm just excited for that mm-hmm. and the rumor is the show is going to end at the moment that Walter White walks into his office oh that would be absolutely perfect that's that's all I a- that's all I want in all honesty so I am excited yeah kind of sticking with my you know I had death in the Nile which is about murder Let's stick with the murder theme. I've got the tragedy of Macbeth, January 14th to Apple TV, coming earlier. I'm going to start by saying that if you're someone who's hesitant about returning to theaters, this movie is not necessarily worth it to see it in theaters. It was shot on a stage, and so it's not like epic IMAX cameras were used or anything like that. So if you're hesitant, just wait. Watch it on Apple TV in January. It's not going to be a, a huge wait. But... um. Written for the stage. I mean, obviously, the play was written by Shakespeare, but written for the film by Denzel Washington. Uh, no. Scratch that. Joel Cohen. Directed by the Coens. And starring Denzel Washington. <sighs> Got it. Um, Macbeth is one of the most timeless tales of murder and insanity and just manipulation and ghosts, and it's awesome. And I love Shakespeare. I'm kind of a nerd for that kind of stuff. And I love Denzel Washington. And obviously I love murder, I guess, just based on what I've selected in this uh, list of movies. So I'm very excited for this movie. It's shot all in black and white. And I don't know. I think the film noir choice is really smart. Having Frances McDormand be Lady Macbeth. I'm just, I'm very excited for this movie. I like watching people lose their mind. And I think that's what we're promised. (laughs) She's going to be amazing in this. Oh, she's amazing in everything. She's Frances McDormand. Okay, so next I have a show that has been announced for a while, but we didn't really know what it was going to be, and we got a trailer for it literally yesterday. Um, This is on HBO. It's Adam McKay directing uh, and creating Winning Time, and it's the story of the Los Angeles Lakers being created during the 1970s, late 70s, early 80s, and it's going to start kind of with the draft of Magic Johnson, who's played by a, I forget what the guy's name is, but it's his first acting role. Okay. Um, John C. Riley is playing Jerry Buss, which is hilarious, and they did a really good job because he does look like Jerry Buss in the trailer. Um, and then there's another one. The guy, I think the guy's name is Solomon Hughes. He's playing Kareem, and when I saw the trailer, I was like, that's Kareem. That's not an actor Um, because the guy, he's actually seven feet tall, I guess, and played basketball at Cal and also has a Ph.D., which is wild. 
Oh, he's he's apparently a very smart guy and is a good actor. So, um, this show has like a massive cast that includes Adrian Brody, Michael Chiklis, Sally Field, um, some other people are in there too. Adrian Brody is Pat Riley. Is okay. awesome. It just because the hair and yep. the, he's got the Pat Riley mustache. I I can't wait for this because. I hate the Lakers now, but this part of the Lakers, like the Showtime Lakers, the actual Showtime Lakers, not the fake 37-year-old men Showtime Lakers that we're getting this year, supposedly. No, we're not. Never. Um, this is going to be a fun show. Yeah. Not one I would recommend watching with the kids, though. As a, uh, as a Milwaukee fan, I can't necessarily say I'm happy to see Kareem in anything because – He's a traitor, and he left us. <laughs> um, but I, I like Adam McKay, so I think that show's going to be awesome. Um, so I've got – maybe some of you, by the time this has come out, you might have already seen this. Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro. Supposed to be very good. Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe Jr. Just so many people are in this movie, and it's supposed to be very creepy and very tense. And it's one of Guillermo del Toro's first, like, non-supernatural movies and that's always been like an accusation levied against him that like that's his crutch so i'm very excited to see like can he do it because i think he's a very competent filmmaker i mean you watch pan's labyrinth and you know the guy's at least creative um but i'm i'm excited for this movie i think the theme of like the wild side of humanity and how other people can take that wild side and oppress it um i think it's a very interesting concept and i'm very excited to see this movie Totally fair. I I'm not a huge Guillermo del Toro guy, but the cast of this, the fact that he's gotten some of these people to be in it, it's absolutely stellar. Makes me think like it's absurd. There's everybody's in this movie, but it makes me think it's probably not going to be his usual, you know, type of spooky, scary specter and ghost thing. So I I might give it a watch. I might I might branch out. I might. I might grow up a little bit. Try something yeah. new. Try something new. Like a I've heard that one a million times. Um, okay, so second to last TV show, Euphoria season two, finally coming. Finally. This is going to be wild, as the first season was. Probably. Um, don't really know where it's going to go. I haven't watched, like, the in-between TV specials mm -hmm. yet. I, ju I just finished the first season, like, a couple weeks ago. Okay. I so. watched it probably three or four months after it came out because right. I didn't want to watch it. In so, like, I kind of knew where it was going, but I still had no idea. It is a wild show. Um, the trailer for the second season finally came out, and it looks like it's taking wild to the next level. Yeah. Um, Another show, definitely not to watch with the kids. 100% oh, not. Um, but I would say it's one of the more, like, I'm not going to say accurate, but. Honestly, that is so not accurate no, to how my high school was. <laughs> but it's like, I'm not going to say relatable either. But it's kind of, there, there are aspects of it that are relatable. They don't pull any punches. They don't and, pull. And showing it's, it's just how bad this can get. Yeah. People. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I th I think it's it's an important show, yeah. um, and it's entertaining. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. We say don't show this to the kids. This might be the best anti-drug PSA ever made. Yeah, true. Be like, don't, I mean, don't take drugs, kids. True. Yeah, but also, like, if they watch and they're like, oh, pretty colors and everything. Yeah. Like, that could turn also, people on to drugs. It is Shapes also kind of a do-take-drugs, they're yeah. fun type of show. That's exactly what you would say, Tucker. Yeah. It's definitely one of the better, like, high school shows. Though. Yeah, it is. It's like, probably the best high school show, yeah. I think. Uh, well, I mean, Riverdale, though, you nah. know. <laughs> oh, wait, we're, so we're saying it's not High School Musical, the TV show? <laughs> That's out of the conversation? Okay. Um, so, uh, my one of my last ones, Being the Ricardos, directed and written by Aaron Sorkin, who is a uh, alumnus of this wonderful school. And Mr. Sorkin, if you're listening... <laughs> If you like need someone to work on your films, I'm right here. Um, I'm I graduating, so I'll do that. I will leave school to work on your movies. Can I sir. come? Tucker would also like to. All three of us. Just hire us. No, so this is Javier Bardem, Nicole Kidman, and it's written by Sorkin. I don't know what more you need, dude. Just like the way he writes and the way what what people are saying in his movies just fall on your ears, is just it's it's like it's. It's hypnotizing almost. Like, Trial of the Chicago 7 is... Ugh. Some people could say that's a boring movie because it's, it's long and it's a courtroom movie. It's yep, very it's well good, written. Though. But just, just the way that, like, Sasha Baron Cohen's yeah. character speaks and Eddie Redmayne, it's just, it oh. falls on your ears and you're just, you're transfixed. I would say that's one of the least boring courtroom movies. Oh, 100%. oh yeah. I, when I watched that movie, I, like, immediately was like, I want to watch it again. And I don't say that about a lot of movies. And just... I don't think there's a more hypnotizing actor than Javier Bardem. Like, true. dude is like a snake. He just, bah, he gets you. Um, and I think Sorkin is wonderful. I've heard some issues with it that maybe he wasn't the right choice to direct it. I guess that's something we'll have to see. But it's coming to Prime Video. So I think we live in this wonderful age where if something isn't maybe good, you didn't really waste money on it. You know, you already have the streaming service. True. So it's definitely something that I'm going to be looking forward to. And like I said, Mr. Sorkin, um, I would love a job, so I'll leave it at that. Okay. My last TV show. We just got a trailer for it also yesterday. I'm a nerd, in case you haven't figured that out this semester. That's shocking. Yeah. Um, it's the Halo series. One, yeah. Okay, I agree with you. Yeah. It, I, w- it, this thing's been in, like, development hell for, I think, the better part of 10 years. Yeah. Um, coming to paramount plus we're getting master chief in the form of a tv show does it get better than that do i need to say more i i I feel like that's enough said yeah okay done um i will say my one tv show because i tried to avoid any but peacemaker hbo max oh my god i had that on my list and i skipped it john cena wonderful steve aggie like it's james gone they gave him a tv show it's happening, guys. It's happening. Like, this is going to be so much fun. Yep. It might not be the most it, – it's not going to be The Newsroom by Aaron Sorkin, but it, this no. is this is James Gunn got a freaking TV show. Yeah. And John Cena is the main character. And you're going to laugh at it a I, lot. I, sign me up. Like, I don't need anything else. Yeah. HBO Max, I believe it's January that it's coming out, but – January 13th. January 13th cannot come soon enough. I'm very excited. Yeah, I agree. I I saw that trailer for it the other day, and the his sidekick or whatever. Yeah. That guy is definitely going to be the best guy in the show. Well, it just looks – this is just fun. And sometimes fun. you don't need, like, a political 
you know, a story all about how everyone sucks. Like, maybe I just want a fun show well, that... You don't... There's, you can do a show where everyone doesn't suck? Life um, doesn't suck for people? I, I don't know. Jo- I feel like John Cena lives a pretty good life. I'm going to be honest. I mean, Succession, great show. Shout out Succession. Everybody sucks in that show. They're all scumbags. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a great show. So you you can make shows where everybody sucks. I just wonder if Cena's going to get any Golden Globe nominations, considering he's going to be invisible for most of the show. <laughs> that joke will never die. <laughs> I refuse to let it be over. That was good. That um, was But good. yeah, I Peacemaker, that was my one TV show that I wanted to shout out because I'm very excited for it. And I, I'm not going in with you know expectations that this is going to be amazing. I just want to have fun and go on a theme park ride, and I think that's what Peacemaker is going to be for me. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Check out some of these upcoming movies, and uh, we'll see you next time here at the Review Cues Podcast.